1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I love this song I do too Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with
2: Doug Sprinthal,
3: Brennan Keller
1: And Andy Rappernard And we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen I'm looking to find the Catman version of Clap for the Wolfman by Guess Who and Wolfman Jack And I found it says Catman version of Clap for the Wolfman But I don't know if it's the one he cut for me in 1973 or not that would be really cool to find out that it actually still does exist
2: out there somewhere. Wouldn't that? It's super exciting for you. <laughs> for you.
1: Okay, let's do your fascinating commercial right now.
2: Oh, oh. I think we do Bradshaw first. No, 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 too late. Really All right. Uh, we talked about this on the morning show. Can you <laughs> Despite... <laughs> All the naysayers about how horrible the economy is. We need people. We are hiring. We've got 80 open positions at Walzer, including a lot of sales uh, positions in in quite a number of our stores. I was talking to J-Lo this morning from our Coon Rapids store. And he says, you know, I don't want to look like we're poaching, but we are business people. and people that have been in the service industry, restaurant uh, employees, servers and stuff make fabulous salespeople because they have the one skill that we can't teach, which are people skills, how to talk to people. So if you're outgoing enough to uh, you know, work in a restaurant as a server and, and work for tips and sort of stuff, selling is a real easy transition. The car part is easy. It's a 12 week paid training program. You can find about it, find out about it at Walzer.com under Careers, or email me as always at Doug at Walzer.com. I get ten emails this morning after that commercial. You did? Yeah, people want to work apparently. That's all I ever do is deliver. You ever notice that? Well, that is the idea. It's advertising, right?
1: <laughs> you do pay for it, don't you? <laughs> yeah, some one way or another. That's a good. Oh, one way or another. <laughs> all right, okay. take us out, ladies and gentlemen. I hate Doug. <laughs> Born in Long Prairie. is that how this song
2: goes? Yes. that's Not quite as catchy.
1: Not quite as catchy. Born in Long Prairie is born in the USA. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna check that out this weekend and see if that Catman version of, the, of Clap for the Wolfman by Wolfman Jack is the one that he did for me. That would be very cool if I could find that. Yeah, it would be. Because it does exist somewhere. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where the hell it is, but I blame Brennan. It's his fault.
3: Yeah, I'll just take all the blame right take, now. <laughs>
1: take all the blame. That's I mean, just it's it fine.
3: Is. I've only heard Wolfman, Jack, in passing one time, maybe.
2: Really, just one. Yeah. Well, do you ever see been... American Graffiti? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So he's in there. Right. Oh, okay. he's great in that movie. He, and what? Richard <laughs> Dreyfus can never find him, right?
1: Right. He's looking for him, and he can't find him. Though, what a great movie! I got to watch that movie again one of these days. What a great movie. Yeah. And who's it? Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne
2: Summers and the '57 T Bird. '57 T Bird, baby. God, she's and Harrison at, Ford.
1: Harrison Ford. What color is that? Puke yellow or piss green <laughs> or whatever he said. piss green or puke puke green or piss yellow or whatever he said. Yeah, he, that, he was really good in that. Yeah, Harrison Ford car r- racing on the street.
2: So those of you listening or watching wondering who Brennan is? He's my stepson. He's was about. He's about to graduate uh, college as a. Uh, school teacher until all this came along pushed it back a little bit. He's a big film uh, buff, and I think because he's 22, he can just speak for the youth of America. Oh. The, yeah, yeah. Hey, we have a question. That's a I shame know because all get
4: together. It's a shame because Tim didn't answer the phone.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Well, way to go, bro! What do you need to minute, do with
4: you? But maybe he's in the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Christ. Brennan's there. Forget it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I, ta- I texted him last <laughs> night to ask him if he was going to be on. And he was the well, one he that, told me he was going to be on. He was the one that told us to watch that uh, Dana Carvey deal that on That was Hulu. really God, good. God, was that funny. That
1: was a really, really good thing to watch. But, you know, it's so amazing. Nobody had ever heard of any of those people. I know. Other I... than Dana Carvey. Yeah. And I still don't understand why it failed so miserably, because I thought it was funny.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I th- you know, in watching it, I think, was it
3: CBS that bought it? ABC. ABC. ABC there you go. I
2: think they were thinking, okay, we're just going to buy the church lady and George Bush imitations right. and all this Yeah, that's stuff. exactly right. And he puts together that crew of
3: lunatics, and they're like, oh, yeah, I think we're going to do something <laughs> different. It was
1: wonderful. Hilarious. Eight episodes is all he got yeah. out of the whole deal.
3: The whole thing's on uh, Hulu.
1: Oh, it's all on Hulu yep. now? Oh, there you go. Yeah, we we watched that a few weeks ago. It was a, a terrific, a terrific document. I've been watching documentaries. I need to get away from documentaries for a while. <laughs> Why? That one.
2: Was there's awesome. one
1: called uh, Federal Reserve: A Lifetime of Enslavement. Oh boy! About how the That's Federal Reserve. That's not biased Reserve, at all, is it? <laughs> well, the Federal Reserve is one of the biggest scams ever perpetrated on the American public. I, well,
2: <sighs> you there's know, no I, money I agree there. I talking about that, and I'm not enough of a banking expert. I think we could probably
1: get either's Bilski.
2: Yeah, he might know a bit more. I what the part that I can't wrap my mind around is when they took us off the gold and silver standard. nineteen thirty-two, and then the Nixon. And then Nixon
1: did it seventy two yeah. or something. Yeah,
2: something. Well how are you like gonna that.
4: print
1: money if it has to be backed by something?
2: Mm hmm. They See, printed that's the part it anyway.
1: <laughs> but no, that's the problem. They printed it anyway. It yep. had no value at all, and they just kept putting it out there. But that's where it started in 1792. The first $1.2 million loan from the Federal Reserve to the U.S. government was paper money backed by nothing. Hmm.
2: It was a scam. So on Memorial Day, I posted a family story about the son of one of my great, 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 greats. And he fought in the Navy in the Faux War. And most people don't know what that is. The Faux War, yeah. 1799, 1800, we were fighting with the French because the French, who helped us beat the Brits, borrowed us a crap load of money and then because they overthrew uh, the king and queen, the Americans said, well, we owed the money to the old, old government, and we're not giving it to you. We stiffed them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Which I think is the whole Bill of Rights thing. Everybody gets yeah. worked up mm-hmm. about the Second Amendment, but yeah. I think it was just the Founding Fathers being chief going, all right, we can't afford an army, so here's what we're going to do. And if you do, and then the Third Amendment is if you have to give them a place to sleep, yeah. we'll pay you <laughs>
1: back. <laughs> Honest to God. We unbelievable.
2: got
0: to Tim. Timmy! Hey, Tommy. Hey, Doug.
2: And Brennan, my stepson, we were, the whole family watched that uh, Dana Carvey show last night, and it it scored a 20 on a 1 to 10. Thank you for that recommendation.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad to provide something that you liked. I mean, honestly, I was just thumbing through Hulu the other night, and I heard of the movie before. I just never watched it. And, of course, the amazing uh, discovery of all of this is, how these two uh, guys at Second City in Chicago, named Steve Carell and Steve Stephen Colbert, uh, were discovered by um, these guys. You know um, uh, Dana Carvey and uh, well, his name is eluding me. Robert, uh, Robert Schimmel.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: is it Schmigel or Sch- Schmigel? Yeah. Okay.
2: And Louis yeah. Schimmel. Mm-hmm. Back, and when, Louis Zouquet, he he back like... when he didn't look like a flaming prick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back when he probably wasn't a flaming prick because he is now. There's no doubt about that. There's no getting around the fact that he's a prick now.
0: And then there's one other guy we have to mention. Um, Louis C.K. was on the writing staff there.
2: Um, Twenty-nine-year-old. The, is the, is the, the line that's dropping down? out?
3: <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. I'm doing an ear test. Oh, and uh, Charlie Kaufman was on it. Oh, oh yes, Gordon. of course, yep. of course,
0: yes. It's just amazing <laughs> how this talent, somehow they find each other, you know, and I think they might have mentioned something <laughs> like that during the the, uh, um, the, the documentary, because mm-hmm. what's amazing is the show, we didn't watch the show until yesterday, because we watched the documentary late, so the, the documentary itself is, is a laugh riot. It really is funny stuff, and then, and then, of course, when you watch the show, you even get more, because... There's obviously, you couldn't cover everything in the documentary. There's a lot of great stuff in these shows.
2: I love the Germans talking loudly skit with Steve <laughs> Carell. It's hysterical. It is
1: very, very funny.
2: And then the the the, the waiters that don't like food, <laughs> they have to read the menu.
1: <laughs> the, and they throw, he's trying not to throw up. That was very funny. Kick Kicking kick That was very funny. And we're
0: talking about a show that is probably about 25 years old or so. Yep. So, you gotta believe there, and there was a lot of things that they could never get away with today if they were trying to air it today
2: mm-hmm. yeah, at that's the probably same true.
0: time at the same time, and they made a big deal what they called the fateful decision was to open up the show a cold open with um Dana Carvey as Bill Clinton right um, taking on the responsibilities of of a female, so he could he took estrogen. And then he grew, how many was it, Doug, eight boom. Yeah,
2: well, he was, he was breastfeeding the nation. <laughs> yeah, <it was> exactly.
0: <laughs> then, so first of all, they bring this baby doll, and then all of a sudden they bring these cute laboratory retriever puppies.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's right, <laughs> and, yeah.
0: And, and they said that was a, a bad decision. And it's like, come on, man. I mean, especially watching it today, it's hilarious stuff. And I'm sure that we're going to see a lot worse today. Um, I don't know what was so offensive about that, but boy, it was it's its just wall-to-wall great stuff. And you know, it's funny, the Steve Carell thing that you mentioned, Dana Carvey loved it so much, he says, i I got to do that with you. So that's why Carvey was there, it was yeah.
1: Steve Carell's idea.
2: It obviously had a big influence in Bill Hader, probably is why he's so twisted as the yeah. person he is today. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's probably true.
0: Yeah, well, he was talking about taping uh, each episode on, on VHS, and then... The story goes that, you know, they were dropped before the season was over with. Right. So you the know. eighth episode never aired, and Bill Hader thought, well, what the hell's going on? You know, how come we got this? It, it was an episode of Coach, I think, a special, <laughs> <laughs> that's right was a special episode of Coach that they aired instead of the eighth episode. But oh, you, you can now see the eighth episode on Hulu along with the others. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's where they can get everything. I just feel bad I didn't catch this before, and I'm shocked. That I didn't watch this back in the day because I love
2: Dana Carvey. Yeah, day. yep. Well, you know, we were talking, I was talking to my wife about that last night, and I think the reason I didn't watch it, even though I liked Dana Carvey, I was a little over him. I didn't, you know, I got the Church Lady bit and the Bush impersonations and Wayne's World, but I'd had enough, and I just figured it was going to be more of that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that he'd assemble this, this cast of unknown lunatics and just set them loose in the world.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's great. And then the other thing is that I didn't know, TV Funhouse with uh, Ace and Gary, mm-hmm. uh, that originated on the Dana Carvey show. And then right. when yeah. Michael went to NBC, I think he worked for him before. And then he went back to work with, working with Lauren Michaels. He brought that with him. And that was a cool way of keeping uh, some money flowing to Colbert and Carell, because they were the voices of Ace and Gary. And then the other guy did the voice, the voiceover that introduced the ambiguously gay duo. Uh,
1: whoever <laughs> yeah, was the gay show. duo. That was funny.
0: Yeah. So that that came from that, and then it was you know it was amazing to see how Colbert got hired for the Daily Show, and then they brought uh, um, uh, not Carvey, uh, uh, Carell uh, aboard, and now now look at things.
1: Yeah, so I know it's, it's amazing. It's an
0: amazing thing. And and nobody has any. I think they probably have regrets, but. Certainly, they understand that, you know, it, it's a business. and it Well, they're all
2: multi-millionaires, and... I would think.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it worked so well yeah, for everybody pretty much involved.
2: Nobody yeah. got screwed, which is weird in show business. We shall take a break and be right
1: back more with Timmy right after this. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy.
2: The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check.
1: Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract.
2: family podcast. Tom had to run out and get some... Is he getting white power tattoos done today? No, he, <laughs> he ran down to the bathroom. To He'll be back TV. in a couple of minutes. Tim, I, I wanted to uh, introduce you to my stepson, Brennan, who thinks he's going to become a, a school teacher, but he spends all his time watching movies and working at movie theaters, so I think he's going to be after your job in a while.
0: Oh, well, hello, Brennan, and uh, I'm glad to hear that you're into, into the, the biz.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. I saw probably 150 films in 2019. That's probably not close to where you are, but I was pretty happy <laughs> with that in the, with a full-time you know, college schedule.
0: Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, look—you don't. This is one thing you don't have to go to school for necessarily. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember when I uh, was in school at Mankato uh, a long time ago. It was probably well, it's over thirty years now. Um, and I and I love movies. I love talking about movies. And people said, "Well, you you should be a, a Leonard Maltin." And I said, "Well, how do you become a Leonard Maltin?" You know. And I mm-hmm. think you just kind of learn by doing. Yeah, and and it's, it's it's watching those movies, and for me, I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to work for people and and write a lot and and interview a lot of these people, uh, you know, that I admire in the film business. So you know, you you you, you um, get good at it by learning about it. So you're definitely on the right track.
3: Mm-hmm. That's great because well, one thing I was going to say is online, I always like to write little um, like movie reviews or whatever on like whether that be letterboxed or um, Rotten Tomatoes or stuff like that?
0: Sure, and sure, absolutely. Gonna... My first movie uh, writing thing was, I, I don't know if you knew this, Doug, uh, I don't know if Tommy's back that either, but my first job out of college was with the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Minneapolis. I'm a political science uh, degree mm-hmm. guy and um, they had a newsletter that went to about a hundred people at all of the district area courts in Minnesota, and somebody said, "Well, you like writing about movies, why don't you write about movies?" So I wrote little blurbs, two line blurbs, for this newsletter, and then somebody said, "Well, hey, why don't you go to your local newspaper, and see if they're interested?" And then I I did, and they said, "That's great, we'll pay you five bucks a week." Five bucks a week was like a million bucks for me to write <laughs> about movies, and so everything kind of grew from there. Then I then of all things, I went back to Brown Institute um, for radio and TV. So, you know, it, it all added up. And, uh, but again, it's just the love of it is what matters most. I mean, if you don't have a love of business is anything for that matter, you know, uh, it, it's probably not going to work out for you. So yeah, yeah, that, that goes a long way, that passion for it. That's for sure.
3: Awesome.
2: So you got your start writing in the bankruptcy court district <laughs> flyer? i got yeah, to, to tell you a funny out. story. I, I, I was graduated from Macalester, a degree in uh, a psychology uh, with a core in English, and I had an English prof that I just adored. She was from Iowa, and she's a published author. And this was probably about eight or nine years, and I was in the car business at the time and it, uh, had been in for a while. And I ran into her in Highland Park, and she said, Doug, Doug, how are you doing? And I said, I'm great. We're talking. And I said, "Uh, I'll have you know, like you, I am also a published author. And she goes, really? You know, you always had great writing talent. What did you write? I said, well, I write used car liner ads every week. And she looks at me and goes, oh, F you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's a hell of a hobby. It's one of those, you know, and I consider this because I'm, I'm so lucky to be doing it. I can't believe it's actual work. So I consider it a hobby still,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, but um, you know, to, 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 to kind of—I think what's most fun—and Doug, you probably know this too, because now now that I'm on Thursdays with Doug, we talk about movies a lot. It's just fun to talk about movies and get at each other's viewpoints about them and stuff, and share that kind of stuff. And and and, it, and it's weird too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said to Doug about this Dana Carvey movie. I'm glad he really loved it because there's a couple movies I really loved. that I recommended to him that he was like, ah, you know.
2: So, I, I, you know that, that's the way it a, goes. There are
0: viewpoints about everything, and that's cool, though.
2: I usually have Tom dialed in, and I thought he would love the death of Stalin. Mm-hmm. I asked him about it. He goes, "I hate you. I made it through 20 minutes. It was terrible." <laughs> like,
0: oh. Well, you know, I and I dug out. I had the DVD. It's a funny thing. You know, you, you collect some of this stuff, and you and you never watch it. Well, that's one of them that I do have. So I do promise. Uh etch out some time, and I'll give you my, my uh, viewpoint on that. But, yeah, I got hooked into this Dana Carvey thing, and then that just kind of consumed my last couple nights.
2: Tom's back. I told everybody you were, you had, were getting your white power tattoos done.
1: Uh, no, basically. Not done. Redone. Uh, oh, very funny. Now, I just wanted to make sure that, because uh, I had heard there was a rumor, that somebody down in the men's room here on the third floor Actually, got some pee into the urinal, but it's, <laughs> not, it's still all over the floor. It's It's better
4: than uh, the office that I used to work at about 10 years ago, the one in Maple Grove. Yeah. Um, every day, there was a man who worked there who was very large and very diabetic. And he oh, was so large. Poop. No, it was so large that he couldn't really aim properly. And he was so diabetic that it was basically. Uh,
1: Sugar
2: water?
4: Frosting, yeah. <laughs> So every day, the entire floor of the uh, stall was like walking on flypaper.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, nothing will ever beat that. So this is my life. Is Timmy still with us? Yes. So, Timmy, this is my life. I get up, I have to run down to the men's room just to make sure that somebody got some urine into the urinal. But they didn't. It's all over the floor. (laughs) But I'm walking along, and a listener walks up to me in the hallway. He goes, Tommy. And I said, yeah. He goes, can I see your watch? Because he had heard on the show that mm-hmm. I broke the face of my watch by dropping it. I go, yeah, look. And he's like, ah! He thought it was hilarious. Yeah, usually like, if someone
4: walks up to you and asks to see your watch, it's not a good thing. Yeah,
1: that's probably yeah, let me true. Look at that let me look at that watch. look man. at that watch, man. Let me look
4: at that watch.
1: He thought it was hilarious. The day I bought it, a $500 watch, I drop it on the tile at home and break the face. Now, and I, the problem is I can't get it fixed until the Apple store
2: is open. hmm Huh. The Mall of America, is it open now? Is know it know open now? June 1st. So June, get, June what 1st. I think. Oh, so Monday.
1: Yeah. So, so I do get it fixed Monday. Yeah, but, I would think so. The Southdale will probably be open, I would think.
3: But I heard that, well, while there are some Apple stores open already, you still can't even go in. Oh, you can't? So you should check if. You know, Mm. if they're even open right now. Because I heard they opened this week. At least some of them did.
1: By the way, guess what the one thing is that's not covered by the insurance Mm -hmm. I bought for the watch.
3: Of
2: course, cracked screen. The The only only thing that breaks. The only thing that breaks, exactly.
4: Exactly. That's
1: the only thing that's not covered. I really wish I had not pissed away that $120. That would have been great because it's worthless.
2: Well, you never know. Apple... They have sometimes go outside the boundaries and go, yeah, you only had a week here. Here's a new one. Yeah. How about the know.
1: boundaries? The Apple, we were telling the story this morning, as you know, you were listening. You forwarded his name to me. What was his name? Ronald, Ronald Wayne. Ronald Wayne. $800. Yep. He sold 10% of Apple mm-hmm. It was for jobs $800. And dollars. And him
2: and was and, Wozniak and, Wozniak and, Wozniak.
1: and yep. Tim Cook.
2: I Tim think Co- Tim Co- came later. I Tim think. was later. Oh, was it? he? He yeah. wasn't a founder. Yeah, it was those three oh, it was those started three? it. I don't okay. think. Ron bailed out after what about two months?
1: Yeah, not long. Twelve days. Oh, was that? Oh, geez. Bailed twelve days. He bailed out for eight hundred dollars. His share now is ten percent share now. would be worth ninety five billion dollars. Mm-hmm.
2: So. He, There's so a similar where is he
0: now? What, did he ever
1: latch on to something else? Somebody yeah, told he's me selling he
2: cars at Coombe Rapids Nissan. <laughs> 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 he's right. working for J-Lo. <laughs>
1: he's working for J-Lo, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's somebody question. told me he died, but I don't know if he did or not. I have no idea if he he died or not. But. So here, here's
2: a similar story. The guy that started Victoria's Secret was from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know who owns it now, but he sold it for $5 million. Mm-hmm. And within six years, it was worth... Twenty times that, mm-hmm. and he get depressed and killed himself. It's like you get five
1: million dollars, five <laughs> million bucks. What's it? Di- it's ladies' underwear. You yeah. can still grab some and bring it
2: home. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you probably is, probably get the employee discounts. The employee still. discounts. <laughs> what what your blame, what's your Lacy Lacy number? What's your employee number?
4: It's number one. Ron Wayne is currently being eighty-six years old. Oh, he's eighty-six now. So he's not doing a whole lot. What do you do with the eight hundred bucks? That's a good question. Although, he, well, he actually he originally got eight hundred, but then a year later they gave him another seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars for good measure.
1: Wouldn't you, if you were Tim Cook, say, you know what, Ronald, you're eighty six. Yeah. Here's five million bucks, yeah. man. Enjoy the rest for of your life. what not you just do? He's a multi-multi billionaire. Yeah. He has more money than any
4: human could possibly uh, spend in, in a lifetime. Just give Ronald some
1: money. So what? God, I don't understand that whole deal. about that deal with money for me, I just don't understand. You love money so much, you'll destroy people. For
2: yeah, you.
1: I don't get that at all. It's only but. Are you admitting you're too stupid to make it yourself?
2: Well, and maybe they did that. You never know. I, I, I you know, yeah, Jobs was can. a little bit. He was pretty arrogant, but oh. I never got that impression about Steve Wozniak. He no, seems like just a lunch bucket guy that was pretty smart that just went.
1: Ooh, yeah, well, cool. That was the story that Steve-O told was one of the greatest stories of all time. No doubt. we got to take a break here in a couple of seconds anyway.
4: Well, Ronald lives <laughs> in a mobile home park, so Ronald oh, no. bitch doesn't I can't have millions. Well, I maybe he's up
2: from the van, no, the, yeah,
1: the, Jesus, so <laughs> the van down by the river. Jesus, I'm so depressed. The van down by the river. I mean, God bless trailer parks, but if you should be worth $95 billion, yeah, that's quite the <clears throat> fall from grace. He does enjoy playing penny slots at the casino, though. <laughs> You're not. You're making it up. <laughs>
4: no, I'm not. You're oh, not making no. it up.
1: Nope. I, I got to go home. I can't be <laughs> here anymore. it's oh, that's
2: depressing. Tim oh. and Brennan, Utah, will be back next Thursday. We'll be right
1: back. God. <laughs> Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. Short break. Hello, who is it? (laughs) Uh, It's an old Peter Sellers bit. He was was pretending to be somebody else. Hello, who is it? (laughs) God, he was funny. Peter Sellers was about as good uh, as he got, don't you think?
2: Uh, he was brilliant. I want to I need to rewatch Being There sometime. It's been on my list of
1: God, I don't even I could not remember more than about 5 minutes of that movie. I should watch it again too because I don't remember it.
2: Well, I think he was a gardener who wound up right. being the president of the United right. States. He's <laughs> a complete right. idiot.
1: So it's the same as we got <laughs> I, now, I, I was going to say
2: it might know, really <laughs> be pretty Biden timely. Biden and
1: Trump, I mean, you know, being there, what's the hell's the difference? Oh wow.
4: The story gets even worse.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> Back to it. the no. Roland and Ronald no, Wayne story.
4: Ronald Wayne? Yep. Yeah. Oh so my in God, the I'm 90s. He was
2: da- dating Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> oh.
4: In the up, 90s, me. he sold the original contract that he had signed on eBay or something like that. For 500 bucks. Oh, no. <laughs> in 2011, it sold for $1.6 million. Uh, oh,
1: God. Wayne Ronald. has stated that he regrets that sale. Really? <laughs> Do you? 500 bucks to 1.5 million? Uh, I can see you regret yeah, that.
4: A, well, he has said himself that he has no business
1: being in business. So, so there you go. Me, part two, is that what he said, basically? <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, God, that's so depressing. <laughs> Some people,
4: yeah, they, these are the stories that you don't hear when people are talking about, you know,
1: upstarts and starting your own business.
4: And oh,
2: yeah, 90% of them blow up. Yep, totally yeah,
1: they do. What if he'd be pissed off if I went on the podcast in the morning show and raised money for him just so I could feel better about him <laughs> being alive? She
2: did even get him on the show. I
1: would love to get him on the show and say, let's raise some money, man. 100. I want to get $5 million for <laughs> Ronald Wayne just and call Tim Cook and go, you're a prick. <laughs> what do you say? I,
2: it would make great radio.
1: I'm telling you, we should do that on the podcast. We should start this on the podcast. we got to get some. Make him a inf- patron. Cassie, get to work. Yeah, he has way. Just one person for every, one dollar for every person in America, we could get him $330 million. What do you think? One dollar a piece. All need, well, That's all we need, one dollar. Well, just a dollar. That's all we need for. I want to do that. I want to raise money for Ronald Wayne. Can we do that somehow? Sure. You have to set it up legally, don't you?
2: Oh, uh, we'll find a way to F it up. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, get one person
0: skimming over that The government will keep how much of that then after you raise
1: it? Yeah, really. What do you mean? They don't get any of it. It's not earned money. It's given money. I don't think it matters. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Is there any... Do they do anything for us, the government? Is there anything we don't have to pay for out of this our own pocket?
2: This is Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Oh, what
1: have the God. Romans ever done for us?
2: Well, Makes the sense. viaduct. All right, other than the other viaduct. It's safe to walk the streets at night. Well, they have a library. Well, no, it's not. Not <laughs> <Well>, anymore. <American>. It's <laughs> true,
1: it's not. Yeah. And our highway system sucks. So you got the <laughs> other points you'd like to make?
2: Come on, highway system's fine.
1: Is it? The That's behind. how we all got here. Yeah, you haven't been <laughs> through the Lowry Hill tunnel lately onto that 35W build Yeah, on,
2: That that'll be nice if we live all long on. enough that they complete that project. <laughs>
1: exactly if we live through but it. But there's
2: nothing to do in downtown Minneapolis anyway, so who cares?
1: You didn't live in the in the area when the big dig was going on in Boston, did
2: you? No, no. I, that was in the nineties, I the think. 90s. Yeah. Was it? No, I've lived here since seventy
4: one, I think. Didn't that take who was that? I think that was your guest.
2: Oh, it could be. Well, They're in the waiting in. room. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, there's we'll a waiting room? I didn't know we even had a waiting room. I suppose we do. Oh, is that yes, what those yeah. chairs are for? Yeah, for, for waiting. waiting. or are for waiting. for
2: fire the sign Theater famously said, you can sit here in the waiting room or wait here in the Let's sitting see. room.
1: Timmy, Yes, sir. There's a movie out called The Lodge. Do you, have you ever heard of it? it's a woman I, that sits you know her...
0: what that was one of those i was actually considering on reviewing did you see it
1: no we're thinking about watching it this weekend
0: well then that might be kind of fun then if i i should um i i, I think i'll watch it i think i'll review it next week and then we can talk about so it so
1: you haven't seen it either
0: no I, i've heard about it I mean, it's... it was a small it was an independent one um and uh i yeah i've heard about it i Generally, when there's a movie that has any sort of buzz, I try not to learn anything about it just because I like to be as surprised yeah, as yeah. You know, I can going in. But, yeah, I, um, it's a horror film.
3: I know that much. Have uh, no. you seen it, Brennan? Nope. I know exactly what he's talking about. It's an indie one that didn't get big enough so for me to see it. So it was. it's
1: basically a woman who marries a guy, and then she babysits the stepkids at this lodge that this guy owns. Is that right, yep. Brennan? Mm-hmm. And it looks like it would be really good, just from the trailer. I don't know. It's sometimes evil, those it's an
2: evil stepmom movie? Yeah, movie? I think it's or an evil
1: that? stepdad or
2: something. Oh, or kids kids or evil
4: stepkids. <laughs> <laughs> Does Which one of the kids it. have The Shining?
1: Oh, The Shining. Mm. The most overrated movie in history. Yeah, it was a pile of kids. It
4: had good ideas, movie. but it was just too Kubricky. y Red rum. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Shut up.
2: Gargle <clears> with salt. Got
4: your mouth, kid.
1: Yeah, that's I, what they should have said. Uh, there are all those things. I just I've never understood some of these. M- well, we're talking about you know uh, Steve Carell and and Colbert and all those people. Right now, and I never thought I'd, I'd ever get to this point in my life. There are I believe four or five nighttime talk shows on now. Not one of them's funny. Yeah, they're not <laughs> no. funny at all anymore. What happened, Brendan? It's your fault.
3: I know. This is a. This is it's yeah. I I watch. If anything, The Daily Show every once in a while. Mm -hmm. God, he's really not funny. (laughs) Oh,
1: God, what a prick that guy is. What
3: I did like was this one called Lights Out with David Spade, which is... Oh, yeah, I could see that. That I I could see. David Spade would just talk with random comedians and celebrity guests for 30 minutes, no politics. Mm -hmm. They'd have a monologue, and then they'd do... Dumb little bit or whatever. I love that. And See, I would like that. It got canceled after 100 episodes. Or, no, it's getting shopped around. That's what they say. Yeah. So why do, Which mean do mean people was want
1: yeah. to hear this political bitching? Is
3: people that what they want to hear? They want to hear what
4: they believe. They want to hear celebrities oh, say what they already think. Jimmy Kimmel might be the
1: worst host I have ever seen.
2: <laughs> and now he got another show. <laughs> no, no nobody doing, can t- he, touch Magic Johnson. He was the worst talk
4: Chase. He had a talk show. But he was mental by then. Wow, that's true. Chevy Chase is. Like legitimately, mentioned. yeah. No, Magic.
2: You know. I think at the height of his fame, it, when he was recovering from AIDS, oh, and he was a God. big national hero, some idiot he decided himself. to make him a talk show host, and it was just terrible.
1: I remember found out that it was it was released. The information was released on my birthday that I, Magic Johnson had AIDS. It was. Could you let me just have my birthday, I like watching uh, you know you against Larry Bird? What the hell? <sighs> But yeah, you look at these talk shows, Brandon, Andy. You're you're young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, are I'll any of these people funny? Am I just missing no, it? No, I don't. They're just not I don't funny. Like any of them? Mm-mm. God, why do they do that? I know Jimmy Fallon tries, but he laughs at his own jokes, <laughs> which I've never been able to take.
2: He's a great. He's a really gifted uh, uh,
1: singer and guitar player. Singer and guitar player, <laughs> yeah, and a that. mime.
2: Or, I mean, a, a mimic. He's he he does great impersonations. I
1: can't believe he actually apologized for the blackface yep, thing. I saw
2: that. Didn't Wait, Chris Rock Chris write Rock that? Chris Rock wrote it and
1: asked him to wear blackface. What's he supposed to Doesn't do? Doesn't matter. Oh God! Well, it's so phony? The it is, is so phony. It really is. In any case, so the lodge. We shall watch the lodge. What else, Timmy? What else? We got the long weekend. Well, my long weekend now is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if I don't get uh, the information in time, I'm not coming in Monday either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's how that works.
0: Well, uh, like I say, I would approach with great caution if you wanted to see this uh, movie with Tracy Ellis Ross called The High Note. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like uh, again, lot, I but, just uh, I think that you would um, like it. The, the, the whole capital approach. But that's that's really only be the beginning. Again, I think the movie is just way too soft for a PG-13 yeah. movie. I have enough friends in the movie business, and very few. I mean, it's not my goal to hang out with movie folks or whatever. You just get to know certain people. You get along with them, whatever. And um, and you know how rough that can be. I mean, I know how, you know, right. how rough that can be. So I can only imagine that the music business is much the same way. Mm. And so when you get this touchy feely, you know, it it just seems too good to be true. Yeah, I can see that. One of the many problems with the movie.
1: Um, One one of the many. One of the many reasons
2: my wife thinks I'm a complete moron is I just realized two weeks ago that Diana Ross was her mom.
1: Well, not many well, people do
0: know it. That's what's cool, though, because it's like, at what point were we going to hear Tracy Ellis Ross sing? She's got to have something in her genes, you <laughs> know, she's yeah. got yeah. to... Uh, well, and, 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 you know, she's good, but, you know, she, I'm sure she avoided it all these years because she knew that the comparisons would be waiting for her,
1: you know? Mm. Can I tell my Diana Ross story, the one time I met Diana Ross?
2: You met Diana Ross? Yes. Well, of course you can tell the story.
1: Oh, my God. It was at the old uh, Met Center. Not Met Stadium, but Met Center. Yeah. Many, many years ago. I was in the record business. I go to see Diana Ross. And we're backstage because she wants to say hello to all the record people and all that stuff. And, okay. So we're waiting backstage. And it's 10 minutes. Then it's 20 minutes. Now she's a half an hour late. All of a sudden, there's a little crack at the door. It didn't open all the way, but we could tell there was somebody opening the door and they open the door completely. Diana Ross walked in wearing a cape. And she whips the cape off, like, you know, really dramatically, looks at all of us and goes, "I love you all so much," and leaves. <laughs> oh god, I That's would so love hard. to do that. That's a true story. She said, "I love you all so much," and left. <laughs> I'm, I'm, think I'm it's, surprised that she let you look at her. Yeah, that's a lot true. Of I,
4: that think they look
2: at her. I think it's a Steve NMI Martin. Contact. I think it's a Steve Martin line, and I think he said, "I'd rather be with you people than the finest people in the world." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a great line. Uh, we got to take a break. You know, I I'm gonna probably have to hit the road. Hit the road. You don't have any. You only got. They're out there. I know, but there's two people. There's they got well, one. Well, player. Brennan's one leaving. Day. We'll be fine. Oh, Brennan's leaving. Yeah. Why are you leaving? Well, do you want me to leave?
2: Oh, he's oh, yeah. kick Come him off. he take off. Gonna he knows he's going to go.
1: Oh, my God. Well, wait a minute. Somebody could sit here, I suppose. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. It's up to you. It's fine. Do you want to stick care. around, Brennan? <clears throat> oh, no. He he hates this. He's <laughs> got probably, down probably down there, the right? entire You're University here? of Wisconsin lacrosse on his live stream feed right now. Good.
1: So I'm glad to hear it. They should be listening. They to viewers. Rep-
2: represent and the youths the of America. All right. Well, let's uh, take a break, and we'll bring him in and... Keep going. You, uh,
1: everybody goes to to UWL. You got to listen to the show because Doug is that evil stepfather (laughs) that we've always heard about over the years.
2: Yeah, Brennan's been begging to come into the show for the last eight years. Can I please come in? No,
1: no, you haven't cut the grass. You're You're out 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 of the mix. Doug, have have Brennan
0: reach out to me, or you know, reach out to me. I on will. Facebook he, he, well, and, and, uh, just,
2: his name's he Brennan Keller. Gosh. Look him up on Facebook. You guys can connect. Nope,
0: he's out. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for bringing him in. It's always fun to talk with. Uh, you know, again, it, tell him that as long as he's got the passion for it, that's going to take him a long way with the movie stuff.
2: Indeed. Do you know, do you realize my wife's going to kill you? You're just talking him out of a career in teaching. To yeah, we no, were kind of no, no, no. film no. critic.
1: Believe me. <laughs> but all this right, Timmy. Such,
0: because I'm not making my soul living on this, believe me. So, um, But, yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. So, all right, everybody, we'll have a great weekend, and we'll talk next week.
2: Thanks, Jimmy. Bye, Tim. All
0: right, Tim. Yeah.
1: Bye-bye. We'll be back with Car Selling Secrets.